listening to Gospel Garage, sharing the good news of the gospel through the teachings of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Gospel Garage. It's been a very busy weekend. It's been busy and joyful and beautiful, and we're really glad you joined us tonight. Reminded in the busyness of it all that God's peace is not the world's pieces. You know what I mean? Like God's peace, it holds us and the world's pieces fragment us. God, we thank you. We thank you for the power of Holy Spirit. Today, we ask that you would help us be more aware of your power rather than our weaknesses. My Lord, my Lord, you are holy, 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 magnificent God. And we receive your power today and each morning and each day. Forgive us for making you too small in those daily interactions in our life. Thank you that you demonstrate your power throughout our days, throughout our life, throughout the lives of those we know. In your name we pray, amen. John 14 Verse 27, the Passion Translation. I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace, not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. Yeah, those are words to live by. Instead, be courageous. Today, right here and right now, speaking these words over whatever we are facing, the word peace in this world means to be without problems, conflict or stress, you know, but really, however that may be, the truth is the peace that Jesus Christ offers us is something the world cannot give or take away. So the peace Jesus offers us, it defies circumstances. It is beyond our human logic. And like, how is that even possible? Really think on that. How can we have peace amidst a world full of chaos but wow, we do, we can because Jesus Christ is our Prince of Peace. He can speak one word and calm the winds and waves and he can do the very same thing with your heart, which is so full of anxiety, fear, depression, whatever we're facing. He reminds us of the joy, the beauty, the glory of his magnificence. Magnificent, that word just keeps humming for me for God because he is all things, isn't he? When we're focused on Jesus, our minds will be fixed on his peace because it's really, it's found in trusting the one, the one who controls all things. And the more we meditate on his great power, his eternal glory, his infinite wisdom, his unwavering faithfulness, his perfect righteousness, his immense patience with each of us, and his heart of love for each of us too, we will always remain in that perfect peace. And so I challenge us, each of us this week, to find peace in the midst of it. Ask Jesus to provide a type of peace that people would be confused by. Like if something is ruffling our feathers and we can be calm in it, which is certainly a challenge, people will be like, whoa, wait a minute, you didn't react the way I thought you did or would. And that's the kind of crazy peace and love that we and you all of us are called to do today and every day. Matthew 14, verse 25 through 32, the Passion Translation. Jesus came to them walking on waves, walking on waves. And when the disciples saw him walking on the top of the water, they were terrified and screamed, a ghost. But Jesus said, be brave and do not be afraid. I am here. And Peter shouted out, Lord, if it is really you, then have me join you on the water. 
come, come, join me, Jesus replied. So Peter stepped out onto the water, began to walk towards Jesus. And when he realized how high the waves really were, he became frightened and started to sink. Save me, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately stretched out his hand and lifted him up and said, what little faith you have, why would you let doubt win? And the very moment they both, Jesus and Peter, with Jesus, they stepped into the boat, the raging wind ceased. That peace is provided by Jesus. Wow, my friends, everybody wants it. We all want this peace and calm. It's the most precious gift, it really is. It's peace in the midst of storms of life. It's peace in the joyful things too, which can be chaotic and busy. Apostle Peter stepped out of that boat right during the middle of a storm and walked on water towards Jesus. And when he took his eyes off Jesus, he faltered. And when he had his eyes on Jesus, he walked on water. He was at peace and oblivious to the stormy waves when he was focused on Jesus ahead of him. As soon as he took his eyes off, he became fearful and got swallowed up by the waves. And by the grace of God, Jesus reached down for him. And our circumstances may not change, but our attitude can change. And that is enough to find his peace. We all have to let this fear that can hold us disintegrate and take a giant leap of faith to step right out of the boat. And Christ calls us to. He calls us to take his hand as we step forth. We're called to go way beyond our comfort zone, reach that peace within that comfort zone that he offers, for he is comfort alone. He is Christ alone. And honestly, the world does not give us Christ's peace, quite the opposite, you know, and it sure can't take it away either. Right now, in this very moment, we can surrender our peace to Christ and let him be of it, controlling it, providing it. You know, shift our focus from Jesus and allow our fears in and man, our anxieties take over. So it's a conscious effort. Cast it aside and think on him. Read the word, read the Bible, pray and talk. And we can rise up and stand on these waves of chaos and move towards the only person, the one who keeps us afloat. It's really, it is an act of choice. Believing in faith has a piece of choice involved in it. It's trusting the unknown and the unseen, knowing right in your heart, your deepest heart, that Jesus is for you, not against you. You know, we find confidence in the very presence of God. We walk alongside Holy Spirit with courage. We let go of all the futile things that are holding us back and step right forth out into God's power joyfully receiving that peace. You have to ask for it and invite it in. And it doesn't mean things are going good and and things aren't busy and things aren't crazy. It's not like a piece of just sitting quietly in the back lawn watching the stars go by. It's just a different kind of peace. And when Jesus gives it to you, you know that. You've got to trust him. Trust him. Exodus 14, verse 14. The Lord will fight for you. You need to be still. That's kind of the peace too, like not overplaying things, not trying to maneuver things within your own will, all within God's will. Pray with Holy Spirit. Sing to Jesus. Read God's Bible. Read the Bible. He's with us in the middle of the mess, beside the mess, before we make the mess, and then after the mess as well. You know, he's won that war on our behalf. True joy and peace are available in his presence. Peace is that gift from God. It's totally free. It's tangible and it's totally free. No clearance tags, no goodie bag discount price. You know, his peace really is achieved 
and only achieve when we wholeheartedly seek him, when we know and declare Jesus Christ as our risen Savior. Psalm 34, verse 14. Keep turning your back on every sin and make peace your life motto. Practice being at peace with everyone. And again, we know that is not easy firsthand. We know we can probably look back on the week that we just had and realize there was moments where we lost our inner peace, either in a circumstance, a situation, an interaction with somebody. The bottom line is, it's not a feeling though. It affects our feelings, but it is not a feeling. Peace comes when we take heart, align ourselves with the very heart of Jesus Christ, and remembering that the world doesn't give that peace. No, it really doesn't. So we're praying in this moment. Let's pray quickly. Uh, we pray for you. We pray that these truths flood your hearts with peace that really surpasses all understanding like they do mine, like they do Mike's. It's not an easy place to get to, but it's a constant, constant seeking of that peace that reminds us that he's present. It's a peace that gives you permission to live like you are loved because you are so loved by God, so loved. Don't forget that part. Don't let that rattle your peace that you think you're alone and not loved or unworthy of it because he calls us his, we are worthy. John 14, verse 27, I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace, not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. Don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. Instead, be courageous. That's a great command, isn't it? Be courageous in his peace. Isn't that awe-inspiring? Because, wow, you are loved more than you could ever know or fathom or imagine. And God wants to hold us close. He wants to hold us close. Holy Spirit looks forward to sitting with us, having a conversation in prayer with us. Praying really is abandoning a life of demands and complaints and recognizing this undeserved gift of relationship with God through Jesus Christ. And you may not know this right now, but our hearts are calling out, crying out, longing for something. And the presence of our mighty yet so, so gracious God, Heavenly Father, is what the heart is singing for and crying for and longing for. Yeah, a psalm. Psalm 1611 states it like this, I think. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is a fullness of joy and at your right hand are pleasures evermore. So that's like that invitation to recognize that we are in the presence of God and we are given a new purpose and we are propelled into the joy of the Lord. And then this joy brings us that peace, that peace that the Bible teaches, the peace that comes with Holy Spirit dwelling within. It surpasses all understanding. It allows us to rely on the Lord in all of our weakest moments, knowing that he will provide all that we need. That is amazing grace. So whether your greatest need this week is strength or peace, or maybe you're desperate for both, you know, oh, my friend, our God has us covered. The Lord will give strength unto his people. Psalm 29, verse 11, the Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. He does, he's with us, he gives us that strength. There is a very real battle in the heavenlies for our very salvation. And it's a war of love that will be fought on such fragile ground as our heart, which is fickle and weak at times, easy to break, easy to mess with. You know, accept God's words, 
accept God's words and promises. It's our choice. We will either be ruled by God's love or by some futile promise of the false world. And that is not what we were designed to be, not created by him to be. Colossians 3, verse 2. Set your mind, this is relating to that, isn't it? Set your mind on things above, not earthly things. So peace comes when we start looking at our assurance from our Heavenly Father. When we focus on things of the world, it causes our thoughts to run amok. It does. It gives us dread. It gives us life-draining scenarios that we might overplay in our head. But the peace of Christ has no room for any of that to exist. Again, another prayer for us all is that we will start taking all those roaming around enemy thoughts captive. Satan no longer has any influence over you and you are operating within the very peace offered by Christ. Amen. Amen. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5. We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. And we capture it like prisoners of war, every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to Jesus Christ. So take your time. Take your time this week, every day this week, and align your mind to scripture. Don't allow the enemy to take over your mind and your life. Focus on God. Get in the word of God. His plan will always override, always override the enemy's plot. And don't fret. Like, I know that sounds so easy, and it's not just like a band-aid. Don't be dismayed. God fights for you. He fights for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Prince of Peace is here to stay among us, within us. And wow, Lord, we pray for that guidance and trust that you will provide peace in this world that is so chaotic and topsy-turvy right now. Psalm 46, verse 10, surrender your anxiety. Be still and realize that I am God above all nations. That's the key. Remembering God, remembering he loves us way too much to answer prayers at any other time than the right time and in any other way than the right way it's it's all going to be his will within his will within his choice within his timing he knows our needs he knows our wants our daydreams our desires and we need to let him use his perfect wisdom and his perfect timing and his perfect knowledge of who he created us to be to fulfill his plan for this journey that we call life that's peace. He longs to give us that peace. It'll never die. It'll never fade. It's the perfect peace of Jesus Christ that changes everything. So the bottom line is, I guess, many bottom lines, but there's so many with God. There's like bottom line. Stop defining peace and comfort by our own earthly worldly standards or thinking inside the flesh, right? We need to start defining peace according to God's standard. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, for I know the plans I have for you. This is the Lord's declaration, plans for your well-being, not for disaster, but to give you a hope and a future. Wow. So we panic and God stays true during these times of testing and these toughest moments of life. We wonder and God knows the very beginning to the end. We pray and God answers with grace and wisdom. And take note of this too, seasons change, right? His peace remains. Psalm 30, verse five. God's anger lasts only a brief 
moment, and his good favor restores one's life. One may experience sorrow during the night, but joy arrives in the morning. Hallelujah. We're all facing grief this season. This winter's been hard on people. We've had losses in the family, dear, dear friends, aunts, uncles, different people. And we just pray for that peace, that joy that comes from God, that even though we can wipe our tears and see the stars shining, we're all walking through something. There's good times, there's bad times. There's times filled with lament, times filled with laughter, accomplishments or failures times when things are going pretty easy and times when things are feeling really just downright hard. And that's the flow of life, isn't it? The flow of God's life for his children. I'm so thankful that we have a promise of peace that frees us from these times and things can often get worse before they get better. We've all experienced that. That is how it goes. That's the journey God's put us in. But we know too that at some point we can confidently rejoice because things get better eventually. It's the mountains and the valleys and the hilltops in between and the roadways that are bendy and curvy or straight and narrow. Eternity, that's where it's all heading. So in the midst of the storm, we can cry and complain, which is natural on some level. Uh, blame, be in depths of despair, but let that go because the very, very beautiful thing about Jesus Christ is he is always near. He truly is. And he proves his peace surpasses it all. He offers it. He's got his hand reaching down to us. In our worst moments, we have hope and peace and joy. And pain is temporary, but God's love, God's love and his peace, eternal. If you're in a tough season, my friend, please hang on. It really does pass. I've experienced it. Mike has experienced it. We know loved ones who've experienced it. There is light on the other side. For everything, there's an appointed time. Trust him. Know that he, our mighty God, has our best interest in mind. And that as we continue to rely on his will and his guidance, we not only find peace, but we find that resilience to get through things. We find that excitement in the daily tasks on behalf of his kingdom. His timing is so perfect that in those worst moments, with his steadfast grace to lean on, we will live out that life of peace and love and most importantly, reconciliation and being part of someone's salvation story. Man, God loves us and he's here no matter what. God, we thank you for this time together. Please bless our steps as we go forth each morning and give us wisdom and discernment. You've been listening to Gospel Garage. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player or visit us at gospelgarage.ca forward slash podcast.